to a pick and roll to Thompson with a lay and counted and a foul. What do you know? Pick and roll, and it works for two. And Anna Carrico across the timeline. And a head full of steam to the rack with a right hand layup, and it's good. On a fourth down and three. Out of the pistol. He's going to throw it. Drops back. Back to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Eastern Michigan! How are those brackets looking? Did you survive one weekend number one, Kyler? My women's bracket looks a lot better than the men's bracket, but neither are good. 27 of the 32 on the women's side I got. I won't tell you how I did on the men's <laughs> side. Welcome inside this week's edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. I'm Greg Steiner. I'm Kyler Ludlow. Happy to have you along. As we said, uh, plenty of people watched March Madness over the weekend. Of course, good fun for everybody uh, cheering on who was ever team. Hopefully next year, Eastern will be back in the field of 68 or the field of 64 on the women's side, respectively. So, But uh, a solid weekend nonetheless as Eastern Michigan did some bracket busting of its own coming in the pool uh, you may not know what uh, all the rankings are, but Delaney Duncan, according to the prognosticators, had a 1% chance of finishing where she did. <laughs> and what does she do? She goes out and turns in a second-place finish in the NCAA Swimming and Diving Championships. Uh, and what an accomplishment it was for her in the 100-meter breaststroke. Congratulations to Delaney who become the most distinguished and uh, decorated EMU swimmer on the female side in school history, certainly a tremendous accomplishment. When I got the chance to talk to her a couple of weeks ago, you know, those were part of her goals. And even at that point, even if she had gone to the nationals and not placed in anything, she would have probably gone down as, as the best women swimmer that we've ever had. And then she goes out and turns in a runner up finish. Uh, I think if you want to talk about the Cinderella story, there it was of the, of the swimming championships, because like you said, she was not a name or a person that many people thought much of uh, as far as the national uh, beat writers say as on the swimming side, but she turned in a runner-up performance. I don't I don't know if words can express how, how proud we are of her. And uh, so Delaney going out uh, almost as on top as you can get, second-place finish, being on the podium at the national meet is fantastic. Otherwise, it was a relatively quiet weekend as baseball was on the road at Northern Illinois. They came up short. They're back home this week to get their home campaign going. 23 games they've started on the road away from the friendly confines of Ostrake Stadium, but that all changes tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock, first pitch against the Racers of the University of Northwestern Ohio. And no slouch is UNOH. They have been... WAC champions each of the last two of the last three years, and then they'll also get a game against Concordia on Wednesday. Uh, free admission, as always, at Ostrake Stadium, and a good chance to catch the boys of spring back at you know, Ostrake. Yeah, and you get a chance to sit down with Coach Roof later, and one of the things he talks about is playing at home is just a fun environment to play in. And I, I'm looking forward to going out. The weather's finally turned a little bit, so it should be a little bit warmer for us to sit out and watch. And it's just a great place to watch a game. I I personally love it. You can bring the dog out and just enjoy a game with Pooch. I know Cooper usually comes with you, Heisenberg with me. It's just a, a 
it's always bark in the park night. It's one of my favorite things about going to ball games at O Strike, and hopefully being at home can get the boys rallying and in a good spot going into a tough weekend series at Miami. Yeah, I talked to him a lot. The moral of the story is they're close. It's just confidence and hitting uh, in those times. So we'll hear more from Coach Roof later in this uh, edition of the Eastern Insider. And then we also have plenty in store with women's track there on the road, and you got a chance to catch up with Sydney Myers. Yeah, Sydney is one of the athletes who participate both cross-country and track and field. She's a distance runner, and so talk to her a little bit about that. Uh, she's in action this weekend. It's a busy weekend, women's track and field. It's always funny because you have your women's track and field team but they disperse all over the place to be in these different events. And so she's actually running out at the Stanford Invitational in California while the Bobcat Invitational and the Texas Relays are both going on down in the state of Texas, one at Texas State and one at the University of Texas. So a busy weekend for them, but a fun chance to get to talk with a senior captain from the cross-country team that won a MAC championship and a, a runner who's competed at the highest level as far as the NCAA championships go. And uh, Sydney was really cool and really fun conversation with her. Well, and then you out on the men's track side, John Goodridge and the boys will be headed to the Durham Triangle down there. They'll be at the Raleigh Relays in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and enjoying some of the uh, red clay and heat of the uh, Tar Heel State. Oh, and then we also have uh, baseball on the road this weekend. They're down in Oxford to take on the top team in the Mid-American Conference, uh, at least on the East Division so far, as we've seen the Red Hawks come off with an 18-4 and early se season schedule. So they'll be in action. And women's golf will also make the trip south as well, as they got a spring fling invitational that was just added on uh, Saturday. So that shows how fluid uh, <laughs> schedules always are. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Stephanie Jennings and crew will be headed to that, hosted, uh, co-hosted by Lewis University and Northwood University. So a pair of Division II schools that Eastern will be paying a visit to. And because of that, uh, Peanut comes out. And we'll have a chat with Priol from the women's golf team uh, about their chances. And Priol, a avid videographer. She makes their <laughs> own uh, Real Golfers of EMU videos and <laughs> Always a treat because uh, you never quite know what the uh, the girls are going to do to <laughs> showcase their personality. Well, and it's funny because I, I edited that piece already, and I don't remember that being brought up at all. So uh, more about the story of how she even came to be playing at Eastern is, uh, you know, uh, avenue they go down. And so it's a really great conversation, and – I didn't even know about the video stuff. We'll have to post a link so people can find that too. But uh, a great Peanuts Gallery, as always, uh, because Priyal, not from around here, as the name might suggest. Uh, so stay tuned and check that out at the end of the show. So a lot's in store this week. And before you know it, we'll be back at it next week because we'll have more home baseball to talk about. Plus, you also have some NCAA championships coming up that we'll be taking on in gymnastics as they anxiously await who will be headed to regionals. That announcement coming at after 5 o'clock today, so after our taping. So we know it most likely three, if not four, individuals heading to regionals, but we'll find out so much more next week. Yeah, and we'll look forward to having one of those athletes, maybe, maybe more, uh, if they are able to come pay us a visit here in our office. But Katie Manansola has the team finished third place at the MAC tournament 
this past weekend and finishing above where they were projected to finish uh, at the beginning of the year. So they've got some players really making strides forward at the right time. And so looking forward and hopeful for them as the NCAA announcement comes later on Monday evening. So, Kyler, a good week. It'll be a short week because I'm jetting out of town. And you know what? The baton gets handed to you to carry on the rest of the way. There's going to be some big changes in our office. Uh, Starting first, I'm going to take over this nice desk you've got here. And, uh, yeah, make maybe some wallpaper changes, adding some pictures of you know, Cleveland Indians, a lot. I think getting rid of all Cincinnati Red stuff uh-huh. is in store. Well, it is opening day weekend on <laughs> Thursday, so uh, you never quite know where I might be. <laughs> oh, looking forward to uh, to you leaving and actually taking some time off. <laughs> you deserve it. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. But until then, enjoy the rest of the show. Eric Roof, Sydney Myers, and a Peanuts Gallery, all after this. With the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your health care coverage anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Download it now from the Apple Store or Google Play. At long last, EMU Baseball finally gets a chance to be back outside under the skies of Ypsilanti as they return home, joined by head coach Eric Roof and surprising that we talked almost a month and a half ago you're getting ready to go start the season off and it's finally time to come back home and play some baseball under the sun it's got to feel uh about right to be back in ipsy oh absolutely i know our guys are excited to be back home sleeping in their own bed i'm looking at the weather this weekend and and this week overall looks really well so i'm just excited to to be at home play in front of uh o-strike stadium and um get back on track a long winding road how is it to, to mentally and physically be able to play the first 23 games on the road uh, in, in difficult conditions at times. I know the weather hasn't always been ideal. Yeah, it's a grind for sure. But, um, you know, there's a lot of teams in the, uh, the Midwest up north that have to do the same schedule that we do. So it's definitely not an excuse. Um, it's almost like this every year. So you have to be used to kind of going on the road, playing in some tough environments. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to go out there and you got to execute. So it's our job to go out there and, and uh get everything back on track, regroup a little bit, and then, um, you know, hopefully play some good baseball at home. Results quite haven't been what you were hoping for, but some good positive moments that you've had throughout the season, a win over Notre Dame already, and uh, you've team has really competed. You look at, at offensively, top 40 in the country in triples. You were number one for a while in stolen bases. What have you liked out of your team so far? Um, well, the thing that you've seen from our guys is they're going to compete. You know, I, I tell the guys every day, we're not playing to the score. We're going to compete with ourselves every single day. So a guy like Jeff Timko has really done a good job making some adru- adjustments from last year, some big strides. Um, Zach Owings has always been a strong hitter for us. Um, even some of the, uh, the young guys like Justin Mice has done a good job going out there and attacking. Um, Scotty Granzato, we threw him in the rotation. He does a good job of competing. So we got to continue chipping away. we got to continue grinding it out. Um, offensively, um, defensively on the mound as well. But overall, we just got to do a better job of executing. This is a, a team that had a lot of youth, and you knew you had some positions. Have you seen guys take over certain spots that uh, may have surprised you in, in some ways? Uh, in certain ways. certain ways, guys have stepped up. Um, you know, a guy like Nick Jones is back healthy, putting him behind the plates nice because um, that gives us some more options around him. Having a leadership, having a catcher that's got some leadership skills behind the plate and be able to run a pitching staff has always been helpful. 
did a good job this weekend throwing guys out. So um, we'll keep plugging guys in and out of the lineup, trying to find the uh, the right mix, the right formula for success. But we'll just keep chipping away. Shane Easter has so far been a, a big utility guy and a team player in a lot of different ways. We've seen him uh, play 15 games. We've seen him do everything from play infield and uh, to pitch. Uh, what has impressed you most about his ability on the field so far? Yeah, Shane's um, personality is very infectious. Um, it's contagious around the team. He's a positive guy. I don't think he's ever had a bad day in his life. He'll do anything the team asks for him. Um, I think he paid all nine positions in high school. I wouldn't be surprised if he, he tries to do that later in his career here. Um, but we've used him on the mound. We've used him at third. We've used him in the outfield. He may even play some middle infield coming up. So he's just a guy that continues to plug away. Um, he continues to battle. And, um, you know, that rubs off on the other guys. He's not a guy that's going to play for the, pro uh, the results. He's playing for the process. So he goes out there and competes every day, and he's been making adjustments, and that's the thing that I've seen. He's played good defense at third, played really good defense in right field too. So I'm really happy to see Shane's growth as a player. We talked about it in the preseason interview about how these non-conference games would prepare you for Mid-American Conference play and being in tough environments, playing schools like Notre Dame and TCU. How do you think they have now prepared you as your team's in Mid-American Conference play? Yeah, I think the goal for playing those games is to give some guys some experience and going out there and playing and competing um, allows them to be in better situations than from the start. So um, a guy like Justin Myers to go out there and have a couple starts underneath his belt before conference play gives him some confidence to say, hey, I belong as a Division One player, I'm going to be a good college player, and allows him to go out there. So um, some other guys coming back from injuries needed some reps early just because they may have you know, had a couple months off not playing or um, a guy like Drake Peggs, you know, missing a year or a guy like uh, Mitchell Sparks that missed the end of the year last year needs those reps and needs those experience early to get them back on track for the season. So that allows us to get in the conference play more prepared than, you know, maybe we were a month ago. This week, uh, a chance to open uh, the home portion of the campaign against the University of Northwestern Ohio and Concordia University, your local rival in Ann Arbor. You bring two NAIA foes in, but they're not just any pushovers. They're teams that have won this league in, in the past and will give you good competition at home. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys are going to come out and compete. Um, we saw it in the fall a little bit when we played the junior college teams. Whenever you play a team like um, Northwest Ohio Concordia, they're going to have something to prove. You know, they're going to probably come out with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because they think they should be at our level. So it's going to be important for our guys to go out there and execute and uh, continue to play the game the right way. And that's something that we've preached since day one. Go out there, be a professional, play the game the right way, and continue to execute. There's nothing like playing at Ostrake Stadium. It's certainly a venue that's unique. Uh, and, and each year uh, you try to improve the game day atmosphere. What uh, are fans in store this year as they come out to the stadium? Well, you know, you've got the turf, so I think the guys enjoy playing on the turf field. Um, again, it's important for us to come out and take care of a home field advantage. Um, going out there and, and playing in front of your own fans is important to us. We've played 20-plus games on the road. So um, just ability to go out there and compete and, again, get after it with, uh, you know, good effort from our guys. And then you know, this weekend you'll be on the road in Oxford against uh, so far what has been maybe the class of the MAC with an 18 and four record in the Miami Redhawks. What are you looking forward to this weekend going to Oxford? Yeah, making some adjustments, making some adjustments um, with our ball club. Uh, Miami is a good team. They finished second last year in the conference. They've got a couple good arms out there, so we got to be able to uh, you know regroup, re-prepare as a team, talk about them. Um, 
with the guys with the scouting reports and just get back on track. So it's going to be our job to, again, refocus and go ahead and execute out there. Derek, appreciate the time. As always, two games this week, 3 o'clock starts, and then the Eagles will be back at home next week starting uh, with Oakland on the 3rd, and then the Mid-American Conference play returns with Bowling Green coming off a sweep of Toledo starting the 5th, 6th, and 7th at Oastrake Stadium. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless, your local Boost Mobile dealer, and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Cane Wireless, located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor. Once again, welcome inside the Eastern Insider Podcast. I'm Kyler Ludlow, sitting down with a women's track and field distance runner, Sydney Myers. Sydney, welcome to the podcast. And, uh, First of all, break it down for us. You run cross country in the fall, then you run in the indoors, then you run in the in the outdoors. What's the difference in the races that you run going from outdoor in the fall with cross country and then indoor? What what you know how how much different are those type of races? Yeah, so it's kind of like we kind of call it three different sports cuz cross country goes from August to just November and we do 5K, 6K, which is uh 3.1 miles to a little over three and a half. Um, and you're running on the grass, and you're running in the hills and dirt and snow, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> this year. Um, and then in December, we switch over to indoor, um, and, and we ha- actually have different events in indoor than we do in outdoor, um, but I primarily focus on the mile and the 3K and the 5K indoors, and then when we go to outdoors, which starts in March, um, I switch over to the 15 and the 5K. Oh, and so you've had a pretty good run of things, no pun intended, but you've had a good run this year especially. Uh, you've now run at the NCAA cross-country championships twice in your career. Um, what kind of mentality, how does that prepare you going? Like you said, it's basically different sports, but how does that success translate over from the fall into what you do in the winter and spring? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, crazy enough, like all the girls that run cross-country do run track, so usually it's the same group of girls that you're mm-hmm. facing, no matter like which national championship you're going to, and um, Coach Parks is, uh, gives us the opportunities to race against those girls during the season and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so um, having that experience under my belt just gives me the chance to kind of have an upper hand when it comes to like the bigger races and then the regionals and national stuff, so. And do you have a personal preference on which distance you're running, indoor, outdoor, cross-country, do you have a preference? Um, I think it's whichever one I'm not doing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of them for different reasons. But. Yeah. Well, and so you've got to travel in many different places. Uh, like you said, you're coming up here pretty soon going out to California to run at Stanford. Uh, is there any place that stands out in your mind that you've ran? Whether it's, I mean, maybe they're going to be different because the facilities are different for all three of those, but... I mean, since we're in outdoor season now, is there some place that stands out in your mind of a uh, place you've been that was fantastic? Um, I'd have to say, like, California is always great. Um, we've been fortunate enough to go two or three times in the last four years. Um, I think indoor-wise, we got to go out to Seattle, Washington, and it was warm enough we got to run outside for everything <laughs> but the race. So I'd have to say that was probably the coolest trip. But Well, this is Kyler Ludlow with Sydney Myers from Women's Track and Field, the distance runner. Now, you've earned a lot of Mac honors over the course of yeah. <laughs> over the course of your career so far. Is there one accomplishment that you and your team have uh, accomplished that really stands out that you're most proud of? 
Um, my freshman year, we got the Triple Crown, which was super, super exciting. Um, and going into cross-country season, I was the youngest girl and, like, the only freshman, really, um, with a bunch of, like, sophomores and juniors and mm-hmm. seniors. And um, they hadn't won a cross-country title before. And so just having that, like, experience of, like, coming together. And actually halfway through the race, we were behind. Um, <laughs> and to be able to, like, come through and actually, like, cross the finish line, we had to wait for the results. And then mm-hmm. all the tears and all the joy and everything. <laughs> cross-country was absolutely phenomenal. And then to come back indoor and then come back outdoor is just something you can't forget. And for those who don't know, the Triple Crown, when it comes to running, is winning Cross country in the fall, indoor in the spring, outdoor in the or indoor in the winter, outdoor in the spring, um, and so very very cool accomplishment. Um, when you're going through that as as a freshman, um, does that fuel a hunger to continue doing that? Because I mean that's setting the bar pretty high as a freshman. Yeah, definitely. Like luckily, like I had like some big sh- spots to fill like when I came in, but like nothing was too high of pressure for me. So I got the chance just to kind of like test out my racing strengths and like just kind of go along with the ride and then the next year came up and it was like time to step it up again and we were fortunate enough to win cross country again but then we kind of fell short in some of the other departments so um it just kind of like each year we've stepped it up a little Mm -hmm. bit higher which has been exciting well now for you looking back at your career and knowing that you're trying to help a, a new version of you some younger younger girls coming in Um, What's the advice that you would give to your younger self as you're embarking on a new journey? Um, I'd probably say just to listen to Coach Parks and just, (laughs) you know, do whatever she says. Because honestly, like, she's got so much experience with coaching and Mm -hmm. training and everything like that. And she ran at Eastern, um, so she's got experience as an athlete as well. And, you know, there are days where your body's going to hurt and there's days where you're going to be tired. But if she gives you a workout, it's because she knows you can handle it, so... Well, Sydney, thanks for taking time out of your day, your busy schedule as a student athlete to come over and visit with us. Best of luck. I know it's a little bit off before you run again, but best of luck at Stanford and going forward for the rest of this year. Thank you so much for having me. That's Cindy Myers from the Women's Track and Field team. This is the Eastern Insider Podcast. We'll be right back. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Hi guys, I'm Nicole Remedios, and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery. Today I'm joined with... Prayal Sipa Prasid from the women's golf team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you said you're on the women's golf team. What year are you? I'm a sophomore this year. Very nice. And where are you from? So I'm originally from Thailand. Wow. Bangkok, Thailand. That's a, Thailand. That's a little far. <laughs> yeah, it's like about 24-hour flight. So we fly from here to like... Japan and from Japan to Taiwan. Have you traveled a lot? Have you been to a lot of different places? Um, for United States, I've been to like Las Vegas. Okay, cool. Um, and I get like this opportunity to travel with the team. With the so, team, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, how did you find Eastern Michigan? Like, what drew you here? So, um, I was like sending out emails and to coaches because um, golf in Thailand is very famous, where a lot of people yeah. play. And, um, like, so my brother, he also got, like, a scholarship to, like, NCAA school, too. So I was, like, following their... For golf? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I was, like, following their path and then, like, finding a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) 
What do you kind of like about Michigan? Like, do you like it here, the weather? I don't know. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really like the weather because it's too cold. It's yeah. really cold because um, where I come from, Thailand, it's like right at the equator. So yeah, it's, it's hot always there. hot. My sister is doing like a um, uh, South Asia tour kind okay. of thing, and she just visited Thailand the other day, Ooh, like two weeks ago. She loved nice. it. Yeah, because it's always hot, but here yeah. it's always cold. <laughs> and like winter was is it a little rough? Yeah. Like, it's also rough on my skin because, like, I naturally have dry skin. Oh, so, true. Like, this, here, this cold weather does not help me yeah, at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ipsilandia? What do you like to do around here? Mm, we ju- usually golf, and yeah. then we go eat a lot because <laughs> we love eating. What's your favorite place to eat? Um, I'd say we go to Chipotle a lot. Oh, That's Chipotle. our favorite place. Yeah. And then Froyo. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What about Thailand, like? What do you? What would you bring from Thailand to here if you could? Definitely like food, because okay, yeah. like Thai restaurants around here are not very no. authentic. <laughs> so, um, definitely food. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for golf, you kind of said you. Um, it's kind of like a family sport. Mm-hmm. Like you guys follow. Did you just start when you were young and just kind of like loved it? So um, my dad played golf. My mom did play golf. So then um, both of my brother played golf. Yeah. And then when I was little, when they go practice, I'll go with them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see them practice. And then I'll like... You're the young sibling that just did everything. Yeah. So like, I was like, Mom, I want to try golf. And then like, because first she told me like, you're good at studying. Yeah. You always get like 4.0. Oh. Like, why don't you be like a good doctor good or something? You, yeah. And then I was like, nah, I think I want to be a golfer. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, no, sorry, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the states and play yeah. some golf. <laughs> That's so cool. And for school, you said you're good at. What are you studying right now? So right now, um, I just changed to entrepreneurship. Major. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is there anything you see in the future you want to do with that, or just still figuring it out a little bit? So um, I'm still figuring it out a little bit, but then my mom's in like a book business in Thailand. Oh, cool. And then. Um, I honestly want to open like a restaurant or something because um, my aunt, she has like her own restaurant. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a good place. Like if you have like a friend yeah. reunion day and then you can bring like all your friends to your restaurant. <laughs> would you do Would you do that here? Or would you want to go back to Thailand? Probably to Thailand. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And so you're a sophomore. How has your college experience been so far? Like traveling and how is this year for golf? Um, actually coming in here as a freshman last year, it was hard. Like, yeah. I've never, like, traveled, like, five days, come back, schools in the morning, yeah. work out and stuff. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. I it's lost demanding. A, yeah, I lost a lot of weight last year. We don't talk about this year. <laughs> <laughs> I got used to it now. Um, it's fun. Like, time yeah. passes by quickly. I can't imagine I'm already in the software. I like, know. It goes by quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Good luck for your next couple tournaments Thank you. and your next couple years. Mm-hmm. Take me to Thailand with you whenever you sure. go back. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining mm-hmm. me. Thank you. I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery. Thank you for listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast. You can find the Eastern Insider on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, emueagles.com. Please leave us a rating and let us know how we're doing. Until next week. Go Eagles.